Shalom Ubracha, we are up to Yuma. Daf Samach Aleph. We start off at the, at the end of Samach Ahmed Bez, where Rabbi Hanina tells us that if the Kohen Gadol were to take the Kutiris before shechting the par, then it's as if he did nothing, he has to start again, shech the par, and then bring the Kutiris. And the Gemara says that this can't be going according to Rabbi Yehuda, because according to Rabbi Yehuda, the par avoida is not ma'akev, because the only things that are ma'akev is something that is done inside, indoors, in the heichal, and the par is shechted outside. And over here, it seems that the par is being ma'akev the katayras. The Gemara says, you know what, you could say, that this is even Rabbi Yehuda. So, wait, so why is the power being ma'akev? It's done outside. Yes, but everything that's done with the blood of the power which is shechted outside is inside. So you could say that the activities that were done outside for the sake of inside are part of that lifnim category and will still be ma'akev. We have a Mishnah that tells us that if while the kind Gadol is busy giving, putting the blood on the Mizbech, he's busy sprinkling the blood in, inside on the parechas, and then the blood spills. So what do we do? We bring him more blood, we shakht another power, and he has to start the whole sprinkling process again. But if you're going to say that the power absolutely has to be done before the Katiris, at this stage, when the blood spilled, he had already brought the Katiris. Now you bring the power again, you're having the power being brought after the Katiris. I thought you said it's Ma'akev. The Gemara says, of course it's Ma'akev. And yes, you would have to do the power and then the Katiris again. But that the Mishnah wasn't talking about Katiris. It was only talking about the blood. That's why it said, bring more blood. But it didn't talk about the Katiris. Obviously, you would have to do the Katiris again afterwards. Ula says that even if you were to shecht the Seir, too early. Before you, you finish the dam of the par, game over. You'd have to go sprinkle the blood and check the difference here after that. And the Gemara questions Ula and says that there's a Mishnah that tells us differently. The Mishnah says that if the dam of air was brought before the dam ha par, then just go ahead and sprinkle the dam of air again after the dam ha par. But it doesn't say you have to shecht it again According to Ula, you would have to start from scratch, shecht a whole new seir. The Gemara answers that when Ula said you have to shecht the seir again, that's when the Kohen the Gadol was already doing the matonis, the matnas daram, inside in the heichal. But where he's still outside, meaning you're at the, all, the, all the way at the end of the process, you did the Kodesh Kedosh, then he sprinkled in the, in the heichal, on the, the Mizbech Hazav. Now he's outside in the Mizbech Hachitzayn, and now the blood spills. You don't have to shech the new seir for that because you're going to shech the seir to be able to pour that blood out as shirayim. You don't need to shech the new seir for shirayim. Next, the Gemara brings a number of psukim. And it learns out from each one that the seir mishtalech, the one that they throw off the cliff, is mechaper on absolutely everybody. According to Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Shimon says, that the, the dam of the Seir is Mechaper on Klai Yisro. The dam Hapar is Mechaper for the Kahanim. The Vidoy on the Seir is for only Klai Yisro. The Vidoy that the Kohen Gadol did on the Par, that was for the Kahanim. But once the Kahanim got their Vidoy and their Kapara from the Kohen Gadol's Par, 
the Seir is only for the rest of Klai Yisrael. Next we have Machlech is Tanakama and Rebbe Yezav Reb Shimon. Tanakama says that every section of this Avoidah is its own segment. Therefore, if at any point the blood were to spill out, so the Koyin's in the middle of doing the, the, the Matnas Dam in the Heichal. So they bring him new blood and he starts again from the Heichal Matanos. Because we have different psukim, one for Lefnei Velefnei, one for the Heichal, and one for the Mizbeach. Rabbi Lezer Shimon says that once you sprinkle a blood, you do, not, you do not go back at all. You pick it up, smack in the middle of that section from wherever you were up to. Even if that means going back to the middle of the Matanais Dam, of the Heichal, the Kaddish Kedashim, the Mizbeach, wherever, wherever you're up to, even in the middle, that's where you go back to. As opposed to the Tanakhama, which would say, go back to the beginning of that area's Matanais. Rabbi Yechanan says that both of these shitas learn out from the same pasuk of Medam Chatas HaKippurim, Achas Bashana. What does that mean? Or Meir, the Tanakhama, our Stam Mishnah, learns that you only let her bring one Chatas. Don't bring two Chatas. Rabbi Lezer Shimon says, one sprinkling, which means you can't double over on a sprinkling. So if you already did the first two mat- matnois in the heichal, don't repeat those just to go back the beginning of the, to beginning of that phase. As opposed to Rabbi it says, no, no, you're only supposed to bring one par in this area. Why you bring a second par? Go back to the beginning and bring one par from beginning to end. One seir from the beginning to the end of each phase. Now, Rebbe says, Rebbe Yaakov told me that we, we learn the sugya differently by Mitzayra. By the Matnas Dam, we had a machlekas, whether to begin from the beginning, the beginning of that section or from wherever you left off. But by the lug of oil that we sprinkle, that we, we process by the Mitzayra, it was different. The problem is that when you look at the Brisa by Mitzayra, it's exactly the same machlekas. They would bring a lug of oil, some of them were sprinkled in the heichel. Some of it were put on the right ear, the thumb and the toe, the bahoinais of the Metzaira. And then the rest was poured on the Metzaira's head. And Rabbi Ezra of Shimon over there says exactly the same thing, that if even in the middle you were up to the right ear and you didn't do the thumb and the toe yet. So that is one big section. And then the oil spills. You pick up after the right ear. As opposed to Rameiru who says, go back to the beginning of the right ear, do the thumb and the toe with a whole new lug. You see, it's exactly the same Achleikas. The Gemara says, in a Hanami, Rabbi Yaakov was telling me that it's the same Achleikas over there. Uh, Maur over there said by the Mitzvah that if the oil spilled out, once they're up to the stage of pouring the rest of the oil on the Mitzvah's head, then you don't get a new lug just to pour it on his head. Why? Maybe it's because of the Pasuk of the Hanoiser min Hashemen. So you see, maybe, maybe the, the Lashon of the Hanoiser means that you don't replenish it. Yeah, but we have the same lotion of Vanoiser by a Mincha. And over there, it was 100% Ma'akev. Elamai, by Metzer, it says a double lotion. There's two psukim of Umeisar and Vanoiser, which tells me that there's no reason to replenish the, the stash of oil just to pour it on the Metzer's head. The next Gemara quotes Rabbi Yoichanon, who says that the Asham Metzer, that shechted Shaloy Lishma, is a machlekes between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yezun and Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Meir holds, bring another asham for the Mitzvah and start again. Rabbi Yezun and Rabbi Shimon say, you pick up from where you left off. 
So to here, there's nothing you could do. You don't go out and bring a new animal. You shechted it the wrong way. Shalai lishma. Danskis. Rav Chizda asks on Rav Eliezer and Rav Shimon, we have a pasuk of Oisai. So this is actually a cash on Rav Meir. How could Rav Meir say, bring a new carbon? You have to have the same carbon that's connected with the oil. That carbon is brought for the material. You can't bring another one. So the Chaira, and the Gemara leaves off of the Kasha, even under Mayor, we should not be able to just replace uh, the, the carbon, which is shechted wrong, with a different carbon. Now we, we bring a Raya to Rabbi Yochanan's understanding of this sugya by the Metzaira, whose carbon is shechted wrong. Now Rabbi Yochanan argued with Rabbi Chista. Rabbi Chista said that everyone would hold that you can't replace it. And Rabbi Yochanan holds that Rabbi Meir would say that you can replace it, just bring a new carbon. There's a b'raisa that says like that says that if, if the, the Mitzvah's carbon was shechted shalai lishma, or if he didn't put it, put the, uh, the the blood on his behinois, then it's still a good carbon. You're allowed to bring it up on the mizbeach, uh, and it comes with nesachim, and then you just have to bring another asham. It seems like you can just replace it. It says vitzarich asham acher. You need another asham. Rav Chista would say yes, you need another asham, but that doesn't mean that you could bring one. Since it says, Oy soy, you can't replace it with anything. That first carbon is irreplaceable. Well, are you able to say that? that when, the, when, the, when the price over there says that you need another carbon, tzorich, it means that you need it, but there's nothing you could do about it. Yeah, in the Chanam, the Gemara says, sometimes that could happen. We have a price that says, when you have a nuzer who's bald, you have to shave the nuzer, right? Beshamai says, you know, just run a razor across his head, even though there's no hair there. Beshamai says, you don't need to. Rav Avina over there says that when Beishamai says that Tzarech, you have to run the razor across his head, it means that, yeah, I mean, you have to, but there's, there's nothing you could do about it because he has no hair. But that, that was arguing with Rav Padas's opinion because he says that Beishamai and Rav Eliezer are actually saying the same thing. Right? Beishamai says there's nothing you could do about it. Run, run the razor across his head. And Rav Eliezer is saying by, by a Metzaira, who doesn't have a right ear, a thumb, or a toe. He's missing those right limbs. The Tanakama says that there's nothing you could do about it. He can't get a Tahara because he's missing those limbs. Well, Rav Eliezer says, put it in the spot where he would have those limbs. Rav Shimon over there says, just put it on his left ear, his left thumb, and his left toe, which means that there is a Takana. So too, when Beishamai says the Lashon of Tzarech, it means that you need to, and, uh, and it is possible. So it comes out with a machlek as, as to what the Lashon of Tzarech means. Tzarech can mean you need to, but there's nothing you could do about it. But a Padas would say that tzarech, mean, tzarech is only used in a scenario where you must do something and you can do it. Just do it on the other finger, the other toe, the other ear. Now, Gabi, uh, the Metzirah's carbon. it says that you take the blood of the Asham, and we're assuming that you, you would take the blood, you catch it with a kli. Oh, no. There the Pasuk says, V'nasad. You place it. The same way the Kohen Gadol over here on Yom Kippur is placing it with his finger, right? He sprinkles the blood with his finger. So, to over there by the Metzirah, he's supposed to take that blood with his finger. Okay, so I would think that he would use his hand to bring the blood to the Mizbeach too. 
not just the sprinkling. Ah, no, the Pasuk says, Ki The same way by achatos. You need a kli. So too over here by the Osham you need a kli. So it comes out we have two separate, two opposing diuks. One says to use a kli, and one says to use the finger, like the Kohen Gadol. Elamai, we have two Kohanim collecting the blood by the Osham One takes the blood in his hand and puts it on the Metzaira, and the other one catches it in the kli, and puts it on the Mizbeach. Have a wonderful day!